Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Scott Vassilotti. Hi, and I'm Drew Martin. And we're here for uh, from DRS Top Picks. We're doing kind of like a mini episode, just a, a stuck in quarantine episode. Uh, Ryan couldn't be able to join us uh, today. He will be with us next Thursday when we do like a full episode, uh, hopefully with the guests as well. Um, but yeah, so he he had work and uh, father uh, fatherhood things to do, so he couldn't make it today. That's right. Yeah, but we're going to take up the helm. We're going to talk a little bit today. Nothing of uh, great social or political consequence or importance. Just a couple of dudes talking about quarantine life. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just just kind of start it here. I've seen very few people, you know, being in quarantine. I've gone for some walks <laughs> in the neighborhood, and uh, you know, ran into a, a couple friends, and you know, I'll, I'll stay six feet apart and just talk to them for a couple minutes. But then that's that's really it. So uh, what? Well, let me just ask what uh. What are you doing? Like, what's your what's your day to day as we're stuck here for the last couple of weeks? Uh, so good question, Scott. I just uh, set up my home office. I have this table and chair. It's a desk from when I was a kid. So this thing is tiny. And uh, to, <laughs> to take a to borrow a phrase from a friend, I feel like a triceratops riding a tricycle on this thing. Like I'm just huge <laughs> in this desk. It's like Buddy the Elf. You know, (laughs) in his bed, like so miniature, but I feel great because I've got my home rig set up and I've got another workstation entirely. Uh, So I have to, I had to start working from home last week, Uh, much to my chagrin. I really like being in the office. I'm one of those weird corporate people that enjoys that sort of mundane uh, water cooler talk. And, uh, you know, it's just been a period of adjustment. Kate, uh, Kate and I were sharing the dining room table. That's my wife. Uh, that was a mixed success. So I just said, forget it. I'm going to set up. Uh, and now I pretty much exercise in the morning work. Uh, I'll stop and take a walk break or whatever throughout the day. And then usually when I wrap up everything at five, Kate and I go for a walk and Scott, to your point, no one's quarantining that we have a, a lake across the street from our house that we like to walk and run around all the time. And we never see anyone out there. We're like the last living souls. And lately that place has been a mob scene with no parking left. I mean, just hordes of people and Scott, they've been sitting at picnic tables, all hanging out, all ages, all everyone just sitting down, hanging out, having a picnic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like frustrating when you see it because you know, if, if everyone just did what they were supposed to do, this would end a lot quicker. But or, or, I don't think. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. I mean, it's just like the things that they're doing. It's like you wouldn't ordinarily do this. This isn't something that you would like. No, yeah, you yeah. haven't gone to a picnic in two years. <laughs> now you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um I know for me, and it's like, because I do, I still exercise each day. I, I, I go for my runs three to four times a week, and I try to avoid the treadmill at all costs. So I know I am outside, but I'm running by myself, and I'm usually outside at like five in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, somewhere in that ballpark. So there's no one else there out there. I'm, I'm keeping my distance. When I go for walks, it's, it's just just me. Yeah. Um, and it's so... I don't care if people are out for a run or out for a walk. It's what's annoying is when you see, I see people playing basketball like every day or they're, 
yeah, or like sitting at a park um, in one of the parks that I kind of walked through. And yeah, they're they're just like hanging out. And, well, yeah, and I think that like Governor Hogan, our our the the governor for Maryland, has really done like the disappointed dad thing with everyone and he's like pull it together stop doing this stuff now i'm gonna make it mandatory like y'all didn't listen to me you fed the gremlins after midnight now you got hell to pay but you know with regard to that whole keeping distance thing i think this is me this is the ridiculousness like of this new normal where like i said we used to use the path by this lake all the time and there are all yeah. these areas where i go running in my neighborhood and now everyone is out in the morning they're all walking the lakes and the ponds and the paths and i'm like this is my space like i yeah. i've been for years and it's the dumbest thing to get territorial about isn't it yeah oh i i know it's like whenever when when, when no one was in quarantine yeah, it's like no one was outside Everyone was totally fine with like staying in the house, and now it's like you can't leave. Now everyone wants to go out and be, you know, be out and about and everything, and it's just getting it's just getting crazy. Yeah, and then, and I, I, that's when I start turning into like a territorial hipster, where I'm like, "This is my I liked running and being at the lake school." <laughs> like, dumb, yeah, really. but it is frustrating on some level. But outside yeah. of that, we're doing just fine. I mean. You know, we're very, very, very fortunate in so many ways to have the resources that we have to be this close to grocery stores and the things that we need. I haven't wanted for anything. And in light of what's happening, you know, on a on an economic level and a sociopolitical level across the United States, without making this like a deep politics podcast, because that's our spinoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just we're very, very fortunate, and we've yeah. had to make very few compromises in terms of our way of life. And for that, I'm both grateful and understanding that not many people have it like that. Yeah, I, I kind of have to tell myself that sometimes whenever I get, like, frustrated. And, and you know, like, I, I do feel like most people are, are kind of, I don't want to use the word depression. That's a pretty heavy word, but they, they're feeling really down. Yeah. And, uh and like when I when I get like that, I, I kind of have to remind myself, like I'm able to work from home. Uh, we are doing on like I'm a teacher and we, we can do online lessons. And yes, it's an adjustment. But like we have we, we have tools where we can we can get this done. Yeah, um, I, that's exactly right. I mean, it's all perspective. And like, I don't mean to make this into like a thing. It's just like you're right people are blue right now and they have every yeah. right to be blue. I think we're looking yeah. for things that comfort us and make us happy. And that's why I think people right now are so eager to share what music they've rediscovered or what movies yeah. and TV shows they're engaging in. Because this, this, uh, I, my coworker said it best today. She said, uh, virtual reality is now a misnomer. Now it's just virtual. Like, and by that, yeah. she means this is our reality. Like, yeah. you know, we're, and I, it might be temporary. It might be longer term. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I mean, obviously not a doctor, but I, I think this is going to be going on for, for a while. I know that people, people are, you know, and again, I'm not a doctor. Things could change quickly, but I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and they'll talk about sports or whatever. And I'll watch TV and they'll say like, when can sports come back? And like, I've heard people say like, they think like opening day for baseball can be in May. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, 
And I think it's hard to balance optimism and hope with like yeah. reality. And I, I had another person say to me today, well, if you don't have hope, you might as well give up and go li- lick like bus seats, you know, like go lick yeah. in, you know, municipal parks, <laughs> like, you know, just give up already. And it's, that's brutal. I wouldn't suggest anyone do that, no matter how much they're struggling. But I, I think we have to temper our expectations right now. I, well, yeah. Drew and Scott's Corona hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> but Scott, uh, I'm curious, what things have you been keeping yourself busy with? Are are there any crafts or projects that you've been working on? Well, I've been I've been definitely working on my like my my lessons for school. I've I've I have been working on that a lot. And since we started online school yesterday, um, you know, I'm basically waking up, uh, working out and then doing, doing my morning workout. And then I grade lesson or create lessons, grade papers and stuff like that for the past couple of days. And, um, and then I probably stop around, I don't know, two or three or so. And I take like a lunch break and stuff in, in there as well. I'm trying to keep like a normal schedule, um, as much as possible and go for a walk when I can, especially if it's like really nice. Um, and so I've been, you know, busy with, with work and then, um, uh, really going back and like, listen to like a lot of music and that's kind of helping me keep, keep sane a little bit. And how you brought up earlier, going back and rediscovering music. Um, it's like, uh, my brother sent me a text, uh, a couple days ago and he just wrote, you know, I've been listening to the Decemberists like nonstop lately. I oh, forgot how good they were. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it was weird. I was listening to the Decemberists as well uh, a lot lately. And it's, and it's like, and I love the Decemberists and me and you have seen them a handful of times together and stuff. Right. And, uh, and, um, but it is like, you're going back, you're like, all right, I'm going to check out this. Like, I haven't listened to this album in a while. What else am I going to do? I'm literally stuck in my <laughs> stuck yeah. in my house. Well, so that, that that leads me to um, speaking of rediscovery. So I spent this last weekend completely breaking down, reorganizing, and hooking up my entertainment center. So yeah, I hate to toot my own horn, but right now I have a Nintendo Entertainment System, a Wii, an N64, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Classic, uh, VHS, and a Raspberry Pi, and a record player, all simultaneously working in my living room. And it's just been a delight because I've been able to rediscover all of these old games. I've been yeah. able to, I just started Metal Gear Solid and just the first couple of seconds of that game, you hear this musical cue, it's the overture. It's just this like, do, 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 do. <laughs> like the nostalgia hits you like a ton yeah. of bricks and you're like, let's go. Uh, I've been watching a whole bunch of old anime on VHS, like Vampire Hunter D, one of my favorites and uh, just kind of picking up old records and putting them on and being like, oh, I have three copies of sports by Huey Lewis in the news. I wonder if it's any good. <laughs> so like in terms of home projects and things to keep yourself occupied, I'm having a ball right now. Yeah. I like how you brought up the video games. I, I think I was like the last time we talked, I, I, I think I said like, I've been, I've been so tempted to buy like a PlayStation four. Cause I'm just not a big video game guy anymore. Um, 
like I, I still have an N64 and there are games on that that I will you know, that are still so much fun to play and stuff. And I've just been so close to buying a PS4 because I keep saying I'm like, I'm going to be stuck in my house for a while. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've gone back and watched a lot of like TV shows and stuff on Netflix and some movies. Um, I know that uh, just like a week or two ago, we watched Space Jam on Netflix started as a joke. Like we were like just sitting on the couch and it came on and I was like, oh, we're watching Space Jam as a joke. <laughs> like I was like, we're, like, we're just going to I'm going to put five minutes on and then Katie's going to get mad. And then an hour and a half later, we ended up finishing it. So well, it's the same way that people eat like a whole pint of ice cream <laughs> or like, like, I don't know, two like awkward friends are like. Well, maybe we'll just sit on the couch and like watch this movie and hold hands, and then it's like, oh, we're in a relationship now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I accidentally the whole Space Jam. Yep. Yeah. So, I, what did you what did you take from a revisit of Space Jam? Did anything stick out to you besides besides like the incredible coincidence that they have with the virus outbreak? Yeah, yeah, the, the that was that was like uh, pretty pretty eye opening when you thought about it. You're like, man, Space Jam like predicted the future there for a second. Yeah, yeah the Looney Tunes knew what was up. Or the, <laughs> they, they they knew it. If you um, think Bugs Bunny is putting up with coronavirus, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna like um, into jumping off a cliff or something. You know, the one one thing on Netflix that I did watch and it's been just blowing up everywhere is uh, the Tiger, I think Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, did, so did, we, we watched the first episode uh, and we have very close friends who are both zookeepers and it was a very yeah. mixed recommend from them because they were so concerned. I mean, there, there's a zoological foundation that certifies most zoos. And if you don't have that, zoo cert i can't remember the specific name of it you're basically running an operation that has very little to no oversight is the way that they explain it to me like it's just not yeah. good news um so seeing someone's literal backyard uh great cat exhibit is more than a little troubling it was uh, very disturbing for me to watch like yeah. on, on so many levels like i felt terrible for the animals uh, it, it and one I thought like it's seven episodes um I think it easily could have been like four or five like I, I was definitely losing interest as it was you know as the show Unfolding. was progressing. which is weird yeah. because the whole story is about some of the most dynamic Insane. people I've ever yeah. seen in a documentary yeah, yeah. uh and but the whole time I was just kind of like I was like this is just like uncomfortable on every single level Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that's been, you know, kind of making it's, you know, it's been blowing up everywhere and I get it. Like if you're going to be, have everyone quarantine, I understand why that show is like probably like the most watched show on Netflix right now. Oh, I'm sure. And, and, you know, it's interesting because these sorts of things got popular really fast overnight. People suddenly yeah. were saying, oh, you have to watch stranger things and, Oh my yeah. goodness, have you seen this bird box movie? And now more than anything, I think it connects us. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, wow. it's, it's this shared experience that we're all having. And for some reason, this wackadoo documentary about yeah. it, <laughs> Tiger King is the thing that's like gluing society in some ways together. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it's odd when you think about that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just the side of the times. But, you know, in terms of media, I think a lot of people turn to things that maybe don't necessarily challenge them as much. So I have been going back to a lot of Simpsons reruns. And, yeah, yeah. Um, the episode that I watched last night was the one where Bart tricks all of the teachers into calling a strike. And yeah. all of Springfield Elementary shuts down and they have a bunch of scab teachers come in like Jasper, the cranky old man. <laughs> Marge is one of them. And it has got one of my favorite jokes on The Simpsons ever where Bart has rigged a giant like tree to fall on the teacher <laughs> like a prank and he throws his mom out of the way of it at the last second of this huge log of wood like a battery ram hits the chalkboard it's so funny yeah and, yeah and just interesting because it's like it's comfort food the simpsons is definitely that thing i i go to when i need like consolation or to feel warm and happy and like that that episode in particular made me laugh just given the circumstances you know oh yeah oh yeah thank god for disney plus and having the simpsons streaming it's yeah just, and all of those uh, reruns of lizzie mcguire uh, I'll, I'll make my oh way. yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, we have, we probably have people listening who are like hey buddy <laughs> yeah I've seen the whole run. <laughs> <We're alone. laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah, I've been like with the comfort stuff. I've been uh I've I've actually rewatched The Simpsons as well. And yeah. um I, I go back and watch uh Parks and Rec. I watched a little bit of that today and Scrubs. I started doing my Scrubs rewatch um a couple weeks ago, even before the quarantine, and then I'm you know kind of watching that. I think it's weird that uh I think two DRS episodes ago we talked about like what topics we would want to discuss. Mm-hmm. And one of mine was like a complete, like I didn't ever think this would happen, but, but I was like, if we ever got stuck in quarantine from the coronavirus, what would we be doing? And then jump ahead like a month and, and, and here we are. Scott, it, it's yeah. kind of remarkable how the how fast these things change. We were joking about it a month ago. We were like, ah, ha, ha, if that ever happens, you know, we yeah. laughed. We laughed in, in fate's face and it, it served us up good. But, you know, it is interesting. And I, I think that um the thing that I keep coming back to in terms of media is just being eclectic and I want to jump around and uh, I want to do those sorts of things. And then I wind up watching like Parks and Rec reruns. I'm like, nah, yeah, go yeah. back to what's good. <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's like i should be watching a ton of like new stuff because i'm like hey i got all this time but then i just keep going back and watching things that i've already <laughs> seen a million times yeah and we we have we're well within our rights to do that but uh i'm just interested to see how things will progress and grow i'm interested to stay on with this podcast and kind of invite new guests and try this New yeah. format. We're recording for the first time using a different software. We're not in the same space. We're being responsible and, uh, yeah. you know, giving giving our social distance. But we're experimenting with this new program, and we're hoping to get more guests on and to, you know, pick back up where we left off. Interestingly, uh, the program we're using is called Zencaster, and right now. They uh, are offering no limit to the number of attendees or the length of a meeting during the coronavirus crisis. So if other people are interested in podcasting, 
um, you know, Zencaster, there's no E at the end. It's just C-A-S-T-R. Um, I did see related to podcasts, a very funny uh, satire article that was like, you know, America prepares for onslaught of podcasts. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like more than ever, we're going to have a glut of podcasts or people starting podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I read this. I think you shared it with us because that was funny because there was some of these like so many new podcasts. Because again, it's like, what else are you going to you gonna do? Um, it just, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, you know, I've watched, like, I try to keep current and, and watch a lot of like news and stuff and just being the big political person that I am. But uh, you know, it, it, every time I watch it, it's just like, it's just depressing constantly. Yeah. And it's, like, all right, I'm going to go and check out this like this podcast and just kind of get an escape, you know, a little bit. And I've been so, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of new podcasts out there because I think people kind of want that escape. And, yeah. uh, and you know, uh, being from remote locations now, we can invite a bunch of guests. It's like I'm really looking forward. I, I hope to get a lot of people, you know, I want to do a few episodes here. I mean, who knows how long we'll be quarantined, but. I would love to have some episodes with some friends who have been on the show before or who would like to be on the show. Um, yeah, it would be, you know, next week we're going to do one with Ryan and, and hopefully a guest and, yeah. uh, and, and kind of go from there. I think it will be, I think this could be, you know, a lot of fun and, you know, give, <laughs> give people something to listen to for, for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's funny just real quick on the note of, uh, you know, not getting inundated by the news cycle. I was listening to uh, NPR was talking to Lucas Nelson today, who uh, is Willie Nelson's son, and they're kind of holed up on their on their ranch outside of Austin. And they asked him how the whole family was doing. And Lucas was like, oh, dad's better than ever. You know, he's never been so great. Like he's off the road. He's chilling. We're playing chess. And like, he was just saying that we're staying informed on the news, but not overwhelmed yeah. by it. And I think that's yeah. just it. I check in with the news in the morning. I, I listen to NPR on their little app. And then after about 45 minutes, I'm done for the day. And I can't listen to it or even think much about it after that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, um, just a preview for our next episode. Uh, if if the stars align, we'll be talking about our top three favorite video games. And I just went for a walk with Kate, my wife, and we had a long soul searching conversation about my top three video games. And I had to knock a few off of there. Uh, and it was just a really soul crushing process because it's it's like the last few episodes of your favorite reality show. <laughs> like I thought to, for me to, to talk about Metal Gear Solid at the top of this episode and then say... Yeah. I have to uh, Metal Gear. Please hand in your torch. You know, like you're yeah. not getting a rose this week. Uh, it's tough. I know. Yeah, I know that's that's tough. And I've, <laughs> I've been I've been looking at my top three. And again, I'm not as big of a gamer as you and 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 Ryan, but I have definitely played a ton of video games, and I do have my top three. Um, but it was it was harder picking the top three was harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I ended up getting. I think I got a pretty solid list here. I'm I'm really excited to hear that. I'm I'm I think I know what to expect from Ryan's, and I'm hoping we don't have too much overlap. I don't think we yeah. will. I think we'll have at least one that he and I are both aligned on. Uh, but I, I'm really excited for for that chance because 
a lot of people have been rediscovering classics and just having a good time, you know, yeah. reinvesting in video games. Modern day life doesn't leave a lot of time for working adults to just come home and, and play games. They have to cook and they have to clean and they have to take care of their families. So it's really hard yeah. to make that time for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I've, I was, uh, you know, from listening to podcasts and stuff like that, I've been hearing these questions and I thought they were pretty good questions. So I just kind of wanted to shoot you a couple real quick before we get out of here. Um, yeah, I asked, you know, how are you, how are you passing the time? Um, what do you miss the most from normal life? And what do you find the most enjoyable about this quarantine experience? I thought both of those were pretty good questions. I forget what podcast I heard that on, but I thought, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I'll try and be quick. I mean, the thing I miss the most is, I, I hate to say it, just going to like parks and stuff like that and not, and not having to worry about other people. Like, no, I'll tell you the thing that I miss most, the grocery store. I love grocery stores. I go shopping like sometimes in three places in a day. I love the grocery store. Like I put my headphones on and you know that uh, Clash song, Lost in the Supermarket? Lost in the Supermarket, yeah. I turn that up and I just jam through the aisles and I read labels and I evaluate food. Now the grocery store has become such an unrecognizable place to me. It's not comforting anymore. Everyone's in a rush. You all feel like you're vying for the same small number of things when really there's barely a scarcity of anything. No one wants to be close to each other. It's a very uncomfortable thing. And I, I mean this sincerely. I love the grocery store. And that's the thing that I miss most is, is just being able to shop and not feel this anxiety. Because honestly, Scott, I've, had a, I've, I've seen things in grocery stores happening um, like I, I've, I witnessed a man being overtly racist towards an Asian American person in the grocery store. Yeah. Um, and it's stuff like that, that, that public spaces have transformed. And I just miss the civility and the, the tranquility of, of places like that. Sorry to like be a bummer. Um, no, but no, it's, yeah, yeah. Like you just see these sorts of things and it, it, it takes the wind out of your sails, but, uh, the thing that I'm enjoying most, honestly, is just blocking out more time for myself. I feel like we overcommit ourselves and we work so hard to make everyone happy. Um, I'm rediscovering all my friends and my family in a new way. We have weekly touch bases with our friends. I yeah. I was yeah. gaming. I was gaming last night with friends I hadn't seen in years over uh, Discord. Um, I'm doing, I'm engaging more with people in light of all of this than I did before. And also I don't need to drive all over hell and gone to do it. Like yeah. I really like the fact that we're able to reconnect if not more and make more time for ourselves. You know, my, my epic, uh, you know, gaming rig wouldn't have been possible if I were <laughs> <laughs> epic gamer rig. Uh, <laughs> It just gives me more time to focus on myself and my life and be a little bit more restorative. Sorry, that was a big, long answer. Yeah, I would say for, for me, what I miss the most is it's and, I, and this is like the, the common answer. I'm, I'm sure it's just I, I miss my friends and family and just not knowing when I'm going to be able to see them again, like in person. You know, I know we do our, the, you know, me and you and our 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 group of friends, we, 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 uh, do like a zoom meeting every Wednesday yeah. and stuff. And that's fantastic. Um, but it's, it's, 
it's like, I just miss being able to like see people in person. And yeah. like, I look at my family and my, my family right now, my parents are down in Tennessee. Um, and like, I have no idea when I'll be able to see them again. Like just have no idea. Like yeah. even whenever they move back to, to Maryland, um, they're going to have to be quarantined even more. And, and, uh, it's like, I just don't know when I'm going to see them. And like my nieces and nephews, it's like, God knows when, when I'll be able to see them again. And so it's like that, that sucks. <laughs> like yeah, really. Big time, big time. Yeah. I mean, there's, so, there's something irreplaceable about yeah being with people and the people yeah. that you love. I, that's a really good answer. And then it's, even though it's only been like a couple weeks, it just, it feels so much longer because like you're not allowed to see somebody because we've gone two weeks and stuff without seeing friends and family before. But the fact that like you're not allowed to see those people, that's yeah. what like really hurts. And uh, yeah, I want to talk to you about Space Jam in person. Like, yeah, I know. And then <laughs> instead we're going to talk about it here. Um, I would say what I've enjoyed the most is like, um, I guess a couple things. Um, I've, uh, I've had a ton of fun making some of my new lessons, um, for, for school. And, you know, like I did that state of the union one that I posted online and, uh, yeah, and you got a special guest for one coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. And I had you involved in one of them that I'm going <laughs> to show in a couple of weeks. And I just have like all these like crazy ideas that I've asked a couple people if they'd be willing to help out. I'm like, Hey, would you be willing to act out as like, so-and-so in like two weeks, I'm going to need you and yep. just make me, send me a video. And, um, and so far, you know, I've asked like four, four people or so, and they've all, all said yes. And, uh, and I just, so I've had, I've had fun with that. It's like opened up a, a creative, you know, element a little bit with, you got to do something different. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I would, I would say I, I like how certain musicians and stuff, uh, and other entertainers have been really trying to help their, you know, people pass the time by performing like concerts um, right. on YouTube and stuff. And I know a band that you and I like is Pine Grove. They yep. did a band, they did a show um, the other day, which I haven't checked out yet, but I will. It's I'm, it's on YouTube, so I'll check it's, it out. It's really good. Uh, Evan did a great job. Uh, highly recommend. Speaking of just music that we were talking about, comfort and stuff like yeah. that. Pine Grove is a band that I think people would like in these times. And and another one is I got to give like a big thank you to Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service. Um, you know, he's been, he did two weeks in a row, two straight weeks, essentially of just of, of like a 45 minute set, just an acoustic set where he took requests and, um, and played like some, played his songs, he had like a concert yeah. from his house. Yeah. And, and I, uh, and that just brought, you know, Def Cab is one of our favorite bands and especially some of their earlier stuff is just so meaningful to us. But it was just so comfort to hear him, and I was like telling telling Katie, I was like, I will never miss a death Co- De- death cab show again because <laughs> he gave me so much peace and comfort for yeah. those like, few weeks. And now he's doing shows just like every Thursday, um, so he's not doing them every night, but he's doing them every Thursday. Yeah, and he I really he, he winds up covering uh, "Complicated" by Avril Lavigne again. Oh, that's- that was so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love to see that sort of support from artists. But 
You know, Scott, I, I, I really have to tell you how much I admire the video projects you've been putting together for your students. And oh, I thank you. We're, we're pushing into cool new territory as far as education goes and making it very dynamic. And again, some of the best art is made when you have strict limitations on you, right? Like yeah. uh, you, you take things away or you put boxes around things. I'm not saying censorship is good or anything like that. I'm just saying when when you're kind of hindered and you can't be in front of your classroom, you come up with new interesting things. Or, you know, if, you, if, if you're trying to work around certain rules with film, it just makes it interesting. And I like to see that progression, that growth. And I, I got to tell you, when you asked me to play Andrew Jackson for one of your videos... <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran to the kitchen, grabbed the flower, dumped it in my hair, so I appeared gray. I put I put my dad's suit on. For some reason, I had one of my dad's suits in my closet <laughs> just to look as Andrew Jackson-y as I could. And it was just a blast. And I think the kids will really engage and enjoy that. I, I, think so. I, yeah. I, I had, like I said, like doing that stuff is is a, a, a ton of fun that I've, I've had. And it's like I probably never would have done it like if I was still like going to the classroom, just because it, you know, I never would have thought about it. had to make a ton of videos and stuff like that. But, well, uh, and in, yeah. in other circumstances, if you had put that on in the classroom, they would have been like, what the hell is this? Like, why did you get your friend to dress up? But like, because it's all online, because it's all virtual, we can like take bigger risks, right? Like we're, we're pushed into brave new territory and it's going to normalize a lot of like kind of, interesting you know freak things like that yeah that's true but I, like it's it, that stuff's been that stuff's been fun so and it's uh like when i was talking to ryan today um he, he asked like you know what i was doing to keep like you know keep my sanity a little bit and i was like well working when you have a job and when you're working that definitely kind of that that helps you know um and that's it's just trying different things and it's it's, so I'm trying to make the best out of this awful situation. Yeah. 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 And I think we're all united on that. You know, it's, it's interesting to see how people band together and what we can all do. And I just hope that this goes into that pantheon of like bringing people, whatever happiness and relief and joy that it can. Cause I think that's all we can do as creators is like, you know, as, as teachers and creators and artists and whatever we are, I mean, I don't think I'm any sort of great artist or anything for putting out a podcast, but I yeah. just hope that this is more moral support for people because I think we all need uh, to hold each other up right now. That's, yeah, I always, I, I always get to the end of this podcast and I feel like Danny Tanner sitting at the end <laughs> of the bed explaining the damn moral I'm sorry. I always take it in that direction. Like, DJ, sit down. I'm going to tell you what we did here. No, I think people kind of need that. You know, like, <laughs> right now, definitely right now, it's like the next time I see, like, my friends in, in, in person, it's like I'm just going to give them, like, a huge bear hug. And, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I just, I just can't wait for life to kind of go back to normal and uh, I know that's not like some controversial statement everyone is like yeah no shit so do we all, <laughs> we all do <laughs> but uh, um you know just like with what like i can't wait for sports to come back um and 
just just to kind of have that sense of you know normalcy again and i was thinking and, I, and i've heard people say this before like you know how they push the olympics back a year yeah and uh and and i'm not like a big olympic person but uh if they if they just showed the summer olympics from four years ago if they just replayed them would anyone really notice no like, is there they, no no is they someone, sure wouldn't is someone that'll be sitting on their tv like sitting on their living room watching tv watching you know italy play water polo and be like <laughs> you know what I think I saw this before. I, I remember this matchup. Like, no, no one's going to be doing this re-air it. Is water polo an Olympic sport? I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I mean, I couldn't tell you anything about it, but I know that it's in the Olympics. That seems um, like something I, like, it seems like a sport that I could potentially qualify for, right? Like, if I were to go out for the Summer Olympics if I just drill down, it's kind of like, you know, like it's one of those things that people wouldn't really challenge you much on it. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know a ton about the whole water water polo uh, experience and competition. Yeah. It's You know what? Watch it be one of the most intense sports. And like I, I people are going to contact me and be like, you have no idea what a water polo <laughs> athlete has to endure. We just get like an angry email from from the one listener who was like a diehard water polo player, and like my 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 whole body is permanently wrinkled from being in the pool for so long. <laughs> I suffered from my art, you jerk. <laughs> well, look, Scott, let's wrap it here. I think yeah. we have a lot of uh, good things that are that are in the works right now, and uh, we just want to say thank you all so much for listening. And uh, let's keep holding each other yeah. up. We've we we have over we've had we've had almost nine hundred downloads of our podcast. So thanks to everyone who has downloaded it. Um, wow. Yeah, and we have like one person in Japan keeps downloading it. Um, Shout out to you, buddy. I don't know who you are, but 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 if you're ever in Frederick, Maryland, I'll I'll buy you a beer. Hey, I'm I'm coming to Japan whenever uh, things work out. Uh, my trip got canceled, but when I rebook it, tell me who you are. We'll we'll go uh, hang out. Yeah, and uh, so and for who anyone who wants to be on it. Any topic at all, we can if we, if we can talk about anything. Uh, let us know. <laughs> we would love to have you on. And uh, we, we just we, talked we, about water polo. I mean, what yeah, do we, we know about that? If you want to do like your top three water polo players, we got plenty of time to research. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. We just want our friends on, and we want we want people on to, to talk. And we got plenty plenty of time now since yeah, no sure. one's going anywhere. So. All right. Well, we'll be back next week and we'll do our top three video games. Ryan will be with us and uh, well, we'll have a guest. We don't know who the guest will be yet. We're, we, we got a couple people in mind that we're trying to fit uh, fit in the show. And then uh, man, we'll go from there. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And Scott, have a great night, man. All right. You too. See ya. Right, later.